Nothing here is real. We are living in a simulation. Don't believe me? Good. We'll start from there. Episode 7. Making it up as we go along. Reality Bending Art. The future is unset. At least that's what we typically believe. But uh, a description of history that I once heard was not so much that it repeats, but that it rhymes. And many, many times, especially over the last 20 years, oh, wow, I think I have to update that to the last 30 years. <clears throat> 20 years would have been the the uh, weird show uh, timeline. Um <clears throat> But in the last 30 years, because of the internet, I think that we're starting to notice more and more of those echoes, those rhymes, to the point where we start to look at how, for example, someone in the 1970s created a riff that gets used in the 1990s and then remixed in the, in the 2010s. And then we start to realize that they were all influenced by each other, although some of them will claim that they've never actually heard the original. They heard it covered or they heard it just brand new all over again. And then there are the stories. We all tell stories. Some people are professional at it. And those stories are attempts to, to convey some ideas in a person's head. Sometimes those ideas are speculative in nature. My favorite genre of fiction is spe speculative fiction. What we used to call science fiction, um, back in the Stone Ages of science. Um, <clears throat> and it tries to predict what the future is going to hold. And then there are painters who will paint things a certain way or they'll invent a certain perspective of fantasy architecture that someone looks at and says, oh, I can make that. There's music that seems to come out of nowhere with Almost no influences whatsoever. At least you can't really predict them. Of course, there's a long legacy of the music that came before it. But without any apparent context, takes the world by storm. I think that still happens. It certainly happened back in my Much Music and MTV days. Maybe a song that would come on and suddenly it was everywhere. Some of that was manufactured hits, but some of it was just genuine. The song evokes something inexplicable all over the place. Most of the time, we think about that as a, I think, a creative moment. It is created in that moment and then has, after that moment, it exists in the moment, it, it exists in afterwards, and after that, it becomes part of the zeitgeist. You've heard the term zeitgeist before. It gets thrown around a lot, but essentially, it's uh, the collective unconscious in some ways, and the collective knowledge, all, pi all piled together. What we describe as culture or uh, what we describe as, as sort of common knowledge, maybe even might be put in there, or common sense, although neither of those really exist, but they are, they, they are there in the underlying infrastructure of everything that we do. 
But what if it was different? What if instead of it being something which is made of that moment, it is in fact a little bit of the simulation bleeding through? A real glimpse at what's actually going on or what the plans are for the future. And maybe it is a touching into the actual simulation as well. Music is an interesting example in this one uh, because music has a has an ability to communicate emotion regardless of language. Sometimes the ability to 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 cause a, a nostalgia for moments that never existed, a moment of of synchronicity between disparate peoples, and that's pretty amazing. That sounds like a superpower to me. Or maybe it's really a resonance in the simulation itself. Maybe it's a way to manipulate the simulation so that it is actually influencing others. Not indirectly, but actually directly. Uh, this is a difficult one for me to formulate. It's one of the suggestions given by the AI I'm using for prompts. But I think it is something valuable here. A couple of the... the a couple of the suggestions of philosophical notions, because I'm having it also um, supply those as sort of an interesting way to tap into the zeitgeist of knowledge, uh, include Plato's ideals. The notion of Plato's ideals is it's obviously a very old uh, idea back to Plato, one of the Greek philosophers. But it was a speculation that there exists the ideal form of things. I think the notion is often suggested to be an, an actual place. That there's a plane of existence on which all the of the ideal forms of things exist. The ideal sphere, the ideal cube, the ideal pyramid, those make perfect sense in a certain way because they're defined by ideals that, that the reality can't really live up to. The granularity of the simulation is not fine enough. There's not enough pixels <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, interesting question about whether the pixels have gotten better over time, <clears throat> which is why we see so many more details now. They've expanded the RAM so we can see farther in space. Uh, but the platonic ideal, the plane of ideals, uh, is where all things have their ideals. So you, there's an ideal song that we're all trying to tap into, the ideal set of, of musical notes that every songwriter is trying to emulate when they are trying to build their song. It's a sort of notion that there is a, a rightness, if you will, to the universe uh, in at least many things, if not all. And what we are trying to do is elevate our minds to that rightness. Or, in the terms of a simulation, it is the core... Uh, building blocks of the simulation that they are tapping into, utilizing as directly as possible, even through mimicry, and being able to produce these um, these uh, these resonant effects. Another one of the ones that was suggested, and it is it is one of those theories which is uh, it's a scientific theory, uh, which is extraordinary and yet. I know I bounce off it numerous times or I will go too far in my interpretations of it. And that is, of course, quantum mechanics. Quantum mechanics, 
breaks a lot of the rules that we thought we we saw are visible at higher higher um, higher zoom, higher magnification, and higher levels of matter. And in particular, one of the ones that was mentioned in the philosophical support for this particular argument was the notion of observance. This is a very, and I think Mad Marv brought this up as well. It is one of the most intriguing possibilities about uh, quantum mechanics. And it has to do with the famous double slit experiment. I don't want to repeat that. Most people are aware of it. If you're not, you can look it up. Uh, but essentially, the the takeaway argument is that the universe seems to respond to being observed. Whatever the observation means, this is something that's never been quite clear to me about what what granularity observation actually has. Um, and is it, and, and is awareness the same thing as observation? Do you have to be directly viewing the universe? That is one of the arguments for the simulation as well. In general that to simulate everything would be too costly. So many things, when you do not see them, do not actually have a simulation. They do not actually exist. If a tree falls in the forest and there's nobody there to hear it, it is nothing more than a description of a tree falling in the forest, and it makes no sound because it does not actually exist. Never gets rendered in the pipeline. This is actually how most modern 3D games and interactions are actually built in our own models, uh, that they are essentially trying to only create what you would see in a line of sight. And even then, there's a line of sight distance beyond which they will not render the objects that exist in that virtual space beyond that. In this particular case, there is a notion that if the universe responds to being observed, perhaps observing it in particular ways can actually influence the universe's outcomes. And uh, so art in particular is observation about the universe. It may not be observation about the literal universe. It may be observation about a speculative version of the universe, a translation of the universe, a transmogrification, mogrification, a transmogrification of the universe. But it's still observation. And perhaps in that observing, they are able to change the simulation uh, and, you know, it gets really weird because it gets into notions of collective belief. Does that, does the amount of observation actually matter or is it only matter that one person observes it? Does it matter that an individual artist observes something or that the art world sees what they've created and is in turn, therefore lending power to the, to the observation? Interesting questions is what I mostly find in all of this. The other thing I've got a note here beside me, uh, which is perception is projection. I wrote that on a sticky note and put that up a while ago when I was first thinking about this. And that is the, the very notion that we create the reality around us. I I've touched on this a little bit, but we don't actually perceive the universe as it is. We have created a model of the universe, which lives inside of our minds which means that if we could actually change the model we're using, we would perceive the universe as something different. Uh, we are projecting upon the universe our own internal theory of what the universe is. But what if it also involved this observation part from quantum mechanics, where not only are we projecting outwardly, if you will, are, or actually projecting inwardly? Does that really make much sense? put a screen up between you and the universe and we project our version on top of it. 
it is partially see-through and the universe behind it gets mapped into our projection. But what if, in fact, we could go further than that? What if we could impose upon the universe some sense of order that we wanted? I don't know. So a lot of this stuff is curious. But I do know that art has influence. Art can change the world. Art can change minds. Art can seemingly predict the future as well. More than once, an artist has drawn something or a musician has performed something or someone has written lyrics or written a novel. And the idea is, well, do they resonate and someone is influenced by those ideas to create reality? Or is reality itself, the possibilities presented within that art, now part of the simulation and then can be made real because the reality has changed. What do you think? Regardless, nothing here is real. Talk to you again in the morrow, if that exists. It's not simultaneously now. Thank you.